God is moving in here, and I want you to know that God's never limited by our transitions or by anything. And there is a sense in my heart of God moving here, and so I'm just anticipating God is going to touch our hearts again. He's been touching our lives. He's been um, working in us, and I kind of want to share a little bit why I feel like that's happening. to let you know one thing, and I'm going to tell you another thing, and that's going to lead into where I feel like God is directing our church. Uh, the first thing I wanted to mention was that uh, we are canceling our men's breakfast this Saturday. Sorry for any inconvenience. We know a lot of things are uh, moving and changing, and restrictions and suggestions are coming up constantly right now in, in our country and in our state. So we are going to cancel the men's breakfast this Saturday. But I want to tell you something that I felt led that we were going to do as a staff, but I wanted to invite you as a church to participate. And this is where I feel God is really working. Uh, so next Sunday, I'm going to be preaching a message about being thankful for the Holy Spirit in our life. And so I wanted us, I was going to have our staff, was going to be praying and fasting. But there's another motivation behind this, and that is for Michelle Clemick. I'm sure many of you know the need that she has in her body. And many of you, some of you have been updated with some updates. I know the whole church hasn't got the full update as to what has been happening, but she's back from Mexico. She's back from her treatment. And there's been some good things, and of course there's some things that aren't so good either. So it's, it's kind of right there in the middle. And I know this. God is calling this church to pray. That I do know. There's no doubt in my heart and my mind. So this Tuesday, uh, the staff, we're going to be fasting from 5 p.m. Tuesday to 5 p.m. on Wednesday. In lieu of next Sunday, in, in expectation of what God is going to do, but also for the sake of Michelle. Now, fasting in the Bible is a time where you give up something. God calls his people to fast because it helps us to focus in on him. It helps us to draw closer to him. It helps him to know that we're serious about our need, that we're not just pretending like, oh, well, we just want to pray for this need and go about our business. No, Lord, we feel and I sense in my heart a, a pulling of God pulling us closer to him. It's kind of, he's grabbing our attention. And that's what happened this past summer as, as I was doing the online prayer time and I, I felt like God wanted us to come together and pray here. And, and then, of course, we opened up our services and I, I felt again this need and this pushing of the Holy Spirit to call us. So maybe you won't be able to fast the whole 24-hour period, but maybe you can a lunch, maybe a dinner. But that is a sacrifice, Right? I like to eat. I'm sure you like to eat. But when somebody is in need, that's we tell God, you know what, God? I'm going to give up something I like to do so that I can focus on what needs to be done. And so that you can hear my prayer. 
so that you can hear that there is a cry in my heart. There's something I want more than food. There's something I want more than comfort. There's something I want more than pleasure. I want the hand of God to move. I want, I want God to bring healing and strength. That's what I want God to do in our lives. And that's what fasting is about. It's a declaration of, Lord, I want something from you. I desire it. I hunger for it. I hunger it more than food, more than water. I want this, Lord. And so I know it's been expressed by the family that we need to push through for Michelle. And, and I told her and we told her we were going to fight with her. And so fasting is going to be kind of that fight, right? It's kind of that we're going to do whatever it takes, spirit and mentality. And we're going to keep pushing. And we're going to, uh, we're going to keep believing. We're going to keep calling upon God. God doesn't get tired of our prayers. And so if you can, this Tuesday from 5, Wednesday to 5, if you can fast with us, we're just going to believe God to keep working in our church, working in your life, working in Michelle's life as well. But today I'm beginning a, a kind of a new series called Thankful, and it's that time of year where we're celebrating Thanksgiving, we're getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving, and and I just, it's, I believe it's just timely that this message is coming alongside of what we're going to be doing, because when I look and I've spent time with Michelle and I've spent time with the family, I don't get a sense of complaint. I don't get a sense of, oh, God, I can't believe. No, I get a sense of faith. I get a sense of encouragement. It's, it's, an, it's an energizing my faith. It's not a, I don't get depressed. I get energized when I'm around Michelle, when I'm around Doug, when I'm around the family. There's an, there's an energy that comes inside of me, and it's, it's greater than any of our, it it's goes beyond us. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the God who lives in us that causes us to triumph over our difficult situations. It's that spirit that was on David when everybody else was running. David said, I've got a slingshot and some stones. Where is this giant? And everybody's looking at him like, wait, you should be hiding. You should be running. What in the world are you doing out here with that slingshot? There's nothing you can do. But there was something inside David that said, I've got to do something, and I know God can do something. And that's the kind of faith that rises up within me when I'm with the family. And so when I'm thinking about this series about being thankful, I believe this family is thankful. And that's what I want to preach about today. Before I get to the, uh, the verses that I want to share with you, I, I want to share this life. Uh, Michelle's life reminds me of a, a gentleman I met. His name's Nick Vujicic. And I'm, I'm sure most of you do not know who Nick Vujicic is, is. But Nick was born without limbs. Although he has a little, and he calls it his little stub, and he makes fun of it, but he actually uses it to type. But uh, he came to our church in Utah. This is on our steps of the Capitol in Utah. And he's, uh, this was when Governor Huntsman was our governor, and this was Governor Huntsman's wife. And I had introduced Nick to her because she had a tremendous outreach to teenagers. Teenagers have a lot of issues going on in their life, and Nick does a lot of ministry to them. 
and their low self-esteem and their depression, their anxieties that teenagers have and that search for knowing who they are and finding their identity. And Nick comes, who was born without limbs, and he declares the love of God. Here is a man, when you look in the mirror, you might say, well, he's not really human. How does he identify himself? Well, no, he doesn't identify himself with his body. He identifies himself with the love of God. And Nick, when he made a, he made a determination in his life that he was going to serve God no matter what. And the older he got, the more aware of his circumstances, and the more aware he became of what he lacked, he became more determined to share the love of God with people. And look at this awesome quote. You can either be angry for what you don't have or thankful for what you do have. And I was touched by his life. And one of the things Nick loves to do is he loves to give hugs. Wow. How does a guy without limbs give hugs? Well, it's an amazing thing to give him a hug because you're just embracing it. But you're also embracing and recognizing that there is a God of love inside of him. There is something greater inside of him. It's something I can't see. It's, it's something that's not normal, but it's something that's powerful and everlasting. It's the love of God, that reckless love of God that we're singing, that chases you down, that loves you no matter what, that forgives you, that died on the cross for your sins. And we didn't deserve it. We didn't earn it. We never will. But he gives it to us freely and he pours it out in our life. And so I learned that lesson from Nick Vujicic. That it doesn't matter what your life is like. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You can be thankful. And so this morning I want to take you to a scripture verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. As I uh, start off this series, I kind of wanted to give a foundational message uh, for this series, but in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, Paul told the Thessalonians, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. What was the will of God for Nick Vujicic? To be thankful. What's the will of God for Michelle and her family? To be thankful. What's the will of God for you in your life? To be thankful. Do you belong to Jesus Christ? If you belong to Jesus Christ, then it is God's will for you to be thankful. I want to be thankful this morning. And before I really get into the heart of this message, I do have to pause and, and, and just highlight that verse 17 that says, Never stop praying. Never stop praying. I've been sharing with you since I got here about reading God's Word and being in the Word of God and being in prayer. So this morning I had to just pause and say, before I get into the message, and to pick up on that little, little phrase that Paul gave the Thessalonians, never stop praying. Pastor, you don't know, I've been, I've been busy this week. I've had a lot going on. Never stop praying. But God seems like He's a thousand miles away. Never stop praying. But you don't know what the doctors told me and all that I'm going through. You never stop praying. But the church isn't having a prayer service right now. Never stop praying. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you are facing, never stop praying. 
I hope you understand today that prayer keeps you connected to God. Prayer keeps you in the presence of God. Prayer is like a shield protecting you and guarding you and guiding you. Prayer is like a staff that guides you. He, he, it's prayer is, is, a, is, is a, a light. It's a light to your path. It's a light to where you need to go. In your dark times, prayer is helping you and guiding you. Prayer is that strength that you have to overcome any temptation. Prayer is that joy that you can have in in your difficult moments in life. Prayer is the hope that you have when all you seem to have is questions. Prayer. Never stop praying. It's your lifeline to God. It's your key to success. It's the hope that we have in Christ. Never stop praying. I believe prayer opens our eyes to see that God is working in us and through us. Prayer causes us to see something that others cannot see. Prayer causes us to smile when everybody else is crying. Prayer gives us hope and strength. Prayer helps us to see what God is doing in this day and age. Never stop praying. But this morning, I wanted to focus in on this phrase that Paul gave uh, the Thessalonians. Be thankful. Be thankful. And it's more than just doing thankfulness. Thankfulness is not only something we do, but it is who we are. Thankfulness is not something we just do. It's like church. Church isn't something we just go to. Church isn't something we just have. Church is who we are. And that's the same truth with being thankful. Thankfulness is not something we do. It is who we are. We can't change who we are. It's like the, uh, the idea of our heritage that all of us have. All of us have ancestors that have come from someplace around the world. My dad was born in Mexico, so I have a, a heritage of being a Mexican. And I remember growing up in... Uh, growing up here in Illinois when Mexico was getting a bad rap. And I used to think to myself, I'll just tell people I'm Italian. Then they'll accept me. I don't have to relate myself to what's going on in Mexico right now. But you know what? Just because I said I was Italian couldn't change who I am. I have the wonderful heritage of of being a Mexican-American. And I'm so grateful that I was born in this beautiful United States. But just saying something doesn't change who I am. And that is the same truth that you have when you declare, I am a child of God and I am thankful. Nothing can change that. Nothing can take that away. Nobody can stop that. I can always be thankful. Thankfulness is not something that you put on and off. You are always thankful. You're thankful no matter what you're going through. No matter if it's sunny outside or it's raining. This morning I had to make that determination. Oh man, I asked everybody to always park. Surely they'll understand, uh, park by the, uh, you know, far away so so leave the close spots up. But I'm like, well, I'm going to walk in the rain (laughs) and be thankful anyways. No matter what the weather's like, no matter what the circumstances are like, I can always be thankful and I will be thankful. I want you to be thankful. I want you to be thankful for a worship team 
whether they sing your favorite song or they don't sing your favorite song. Be thankful for your wife when she cooks your favorite meal. And when she says, honey, I need you to uh, do the laundry and and take care of the kids' homework before you relax. Okay, I'm still going to be thankful for my wife. I'm still going to be thankful for what she's done for me. We can always be thankful. We know the story of Job. He definitely gives us an encouragement to always be thankful. In Job chapter 1, he faced the losing of his children, his property, all of his resources, and he still praised God. But the devil said, God, I don't think he'll keep thanking you if you allow sickness to come upon him. And in Job chapter 2, verse 8, God allowed that to happen. And listen to what happened in verse 8. Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, You talk like a foolish woman. You sh- should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all of this, Job said nothing Basically, what Job was saying is, I'm thankful when life is going good. I give God praise when I have all of my kids with me. I give God all the glory when my business is going wonderful and and everything is happening as planned. But when all of that changes and my children are taken from me and my business is taken from me, Job said, I'm still thankful. That hasn't changed. That will not change. Nothing can change that. Nothing can stop that. I'm going to always be thankful. That's the power of of the children of God. That's the power that you and I have, that we are always thankful no matter what happens, no matter what the news is declaring, no matter what it it looks out there, no matter how many cases are, are happening, no matter what is happening around us, We are always thankful. And in our thankfulness, the power of God comes. What happened to Job? Job lost everything. He was very successful, but he lost everything. But because he remained thankful through his crisis, because he acknowledged that I can receive good from God, and I can also acknowledge, and it's not that God sends bad things, but it's the sovereignty of God that he was acknowledging, that God, if you allow bad things to come into my life, I will still praise you. Remember, this isn't God's fault. We allowed sin to come into this world. And I don't want to get off on a tangent, but what we need to understand is that we can trust in the sovereignty of God, and we can be thankful. No matter what comes our way, we can be thankful. And Job was that example to us. I remember I learned that and I had shared with this story, I think, in one of my first sermons that in 2014, how our house was burglarized after serving in church all day long. And I knew I was not going to complain. I was not going to get mad at God, but I was going to give him thanks. And after the police came and they left, that's exactly what Tara and I did. I gave him thanks and the days to come, God began to bless our lives through that difficult circumstance. And I learned in life that no matter what comes into my life, I remain thankful. And this is what our country needs from us. 
our country needs for us to be thankful. That we're going to find reasons to give God thanks. That we're not going to find excuse to complain because there's a thousand out there. Anybody can complain. That's the easiest thing to do right now. Anybody can get mad. It won't take us very long. Just read the front page of the newspaper and you can start getting mad. You can start getting worried. You can start being concerned. You can start fretting. You can start losing your cool. You can start getting frustrated. All of that is so easy. You know what it takes? It takes a whole lot more energy to be thankful. And you and I, we can do it. And we need to do it. And we better be doing it. We better be shouting our thankfulness to God wherever we're at, wherever we're going, whoever we're around. Let them hear that we're thankful. No, 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 I'm not upset. Uh, don't, don't, don't put me into that group. I'm not worried. Don't, don't tag me with everybody else that's getting angry out there. I am thankful because God is still on the throne, and I'm going to worship Him from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. It's all day, every day, God will receive my praise. That's how I live my life. So go ahead and try it. Try living that out. Try living out a life that doesn't have room to talk negative. I don't have time to tear other people down. I don't have time to complain about others. I don't have time to speak negative things about people. I don't have time to, to uh, rip up this policy or rip up that policy because my mouth is full of praise. That is how I'm going to live my life. Remember what mom told you and grandma told you? What did she tell you? If you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. Well, guess what? I can be silly sometimes. I got something silly, I think. Instead of, let's, let's, let's add a little something to that. If you have nothing good to say, then say something good anyways. Say something good anyway. I know that's a little bit silly remark, but it's making the point. The point is, I know you might find it really hard to say something nice about that co-worker, but you can do it. You can do it. With God's help, you can do all things through Christ as He gives you the strength. It doesn't have to be you, but it can be Christ in you. You know, I, I've learned this lesson, that every time I keep hitting a red light, on the way to this church, because, you know, I live in Hickory Hills and I come 20 minutes here, it's not too bad. I start thinking, okay, God, you must want me to start thinking about what I've been reading in God's Word. Because I surely get upset with that man. There's, there's got to be a little guy in the light pole. I know he's there because as soon as I get there, he hits the red light button. But you know what? I'm not going to let him get me mad. I'm not going to let him make me frustrated. I'm going to say, okay, God, if I have another red light, I'm going to think about your word. I used to get mad and frustrated about missing deals. I re, I, there was times where, and I still don't have the perfect plan of, of coupons. But I, I remember being in stores and like, oh, I forgot the coupon again. And I began to realize to myself, you know what? If God wants me to be blessed, I'll be blessed. If God wants me to have 50, 50 cents off my toothpaste, that God will one day give me 50 cents off my toothpaste. It may not just be now. Oh, well. Those are little things in life. What I'm telling you is that you have to prepare your mind to be thankful. There are some circumstances in your life that are easy to complain about. We all have them. Maybe it's a person. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's where you live. Maybe it's your health. Every one of us can find something in our life to say, you know what, 
I'm, I, I can complain here for several hours, no problem. But I want us to take those things that we find so easily to complain about, and I want us to be thankful. Start finding reasons to give God thanks. And that's what I've learned to do in my life. I've learned to prepare my mind, and I'm going to prepare my mind for being thankful. You know, we can do this. I think we live in a society that we, 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 re- we do good within schedules. So today, right now, from 10 to 11, I can be thankful. No problem. Oh, okay, I'll even go to 11.30 as I leave the parking lot. But come this afternoon, if somebody says something to me I don't like, I'm going to lose my cool, and I'm no longer going to be thankful. No. I want us to be thankful that that's who we are, and that can't be changed about us, and no matter what we face in life. And so again, I'm going to encourage you, stay in the Word of God. Not, don't stop praying. Keep those two activities going in your life, and if you will pray and you will seek God, I guarantee you, you will be able to be thankful. Keep accountability. Stay accountable with each other. And tell people, you know what, I'm really upset right now. Make that confession to somebody. I'm I'm really upset. I don't like what's happening in my life right now. Would you pray with me? Help me because I need to be thankful. And I'm not feeling that right now. I understand feelings. I understand our circumstances. Let's confess that to one another and pray for each other. And then sometimes we just need to do this. We just need to declare and say, I am thankful. I am thankful. We just needed to declare it. We, the Bible says the power of life is in the tongue. And sometimes you just need to say it. You don't feel it. Everything around you is telling you not to be. And sometimes you just need to shout it. I am thankful. I'm thankful, Lord. Thank you for loving me and dying on the cross for my sins. I'm going to take my eyes off my circumstances. I'm going to put them on you, and I'm going to say, I am thankful. That's what I want us to do this season. I want us to be people filled with thanksgiving. So sure enough, yesterday in my Bible time, I read this verse from Hebrews chapter 12. I do the one-year Bible. I encourage you to find a plan. A plan is always the best way to stay focused. So in my Bible plan, my one-year Bible, I have... Hebrews 12, 28. They don't have uh, this verse, because I was just reading this yesterday. But Hebrews 12, 28 says, Since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. Since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. Do you know the kingdom of God will not be shaken? It will not be detoured by the things that are happening in our life. It will not be voted out. It will not be pushed out. It will not be shut down. It will not be... You, you can't have enough policies to, to shut it down. You know, I there, there might be some more changes coming, but I'm not worried. I hope you're not. It is possible. And some of you might say, don't say it. But I'm going to say it. It's possible these doors might be shut again. But I say that just to say this. I am not worried. 
as somebody who has just become a lead pastor of a church and as somebody who is trying to build up momentum and somebody who is wanting to promote vision and somebody who's trying to get things going with our men and we have to cancel this and you have to cancel that, I'm still not worried because I'm a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken no matter what they say. Amen. Believe for that. No matter what they do, and you know what? I am going to be an abiding citizen. I'm not going to be somebody who's going to loot. <laughs> I'm not going to do things in rebellion. That's why when I came here and the doors were shut, I wasn't like, you guys are crazy. Open those doors. I'm like, no, that makes sense. I'm not going to, I'm not, that's not how I protest. That's not how I live my life. I don't live my life in fear. I don't respond in anger. I respond in truth, and I respond in love, and I respond knowing that I'm a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So be thankful today. Be thankful during this season. I'm going to invite the worship team to, to come back this morning. We're, we're going to be thankful. We're going to rejoice in the Lord. We're going, to, we're going to be people who are not going to stop praying today. If you're online today, I want to encourage you just... Just be thankful and declare it over your life. Declare it that God is with you and that He's for you and He's not against you, no matter what you're going through. Would you stand with me this morning? And let, it, let me pray and just encourage you today to be thankful for all your circumstances. Believe that you're a part of an unshakable kingdom. Unshakable kingdom. So, Lord, I just thank you for your word that has encouraged me, that has blessed me. I thank you, God, for what you're doing in this church and that you're causing us to draw closer to you. You're causing us to embrace you. You're causing us not to worry about what's happening around us, but you're calling us to be thankful. I pray for everybody online this morning that you will bless them and encourage them. Help them to be thankful throughout their circumstances, throughout this week. God, they know that there is a person or situation waiting for them to complain. There's something there, God, that's going to cause them to get mad. But right now, right there, wherever they're at, they're going to declare, I will be thankful. So help them, God. Help them to be thankful. Bless them. Encourage them. Through the negativity, through the difficulty, through the turmoil, let them be thankful to you, Jesus. And let them experience the blessings of God in their life. Just like Job experienced as he was scraping his skin. As he was sitting there in pain and trouble. As he was sitting there with all those questions. The one thing he still remained, he was still thankful. And God, you brought him through and you allowed him to be a great blessing. So let everybody online be a blessing to those people around them this week as they live a life of thankfulness. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us online. We look forward to, to having you back next week. God bless you. Mm -hmm.